Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the NUFC blogcast. It's Ollie here. I'm just leaving St. James's Park. I'm walking back to the car. And uh, I've almost lost my voice, but who cares? Because Newcastle United have kicked off the 2023-24 season with a dream start. Not just beating Aston Villa, but absolutely battering them in a 5-1 win at St James's Park. So, yeah, it literally was the perfect performance and the perfect day for Newcastle. Um, not just absolutely blowing away a very good Villa side under Rooney Emery, who obviously came with ambitions of a top four, top six finish themselves, but we absolutely blew them off the park. Goals from Sandro Tonali, two for Isaac. One for Wilson and one for Barnes as well. There's so many positives to talk about, so let's get into it. So I'm back from the game. I've just about got my breath back and uh, yeah, what a performance, what a result. Things couldn't have went much better really. I mean, straight from the off, there was that fast start. High energy, high intensity, typical Eddie Howe stuff. And then six minutes in, a brilliant ball from Gordon with his left foot meets Sandro Tonali coming in there. Six minutes into his Premier League debut, volleys it in past Emi Martinez. And then beyond that, there was just so much excitement from Anthony Gordon. I mean, he was so sharp, not just in tight spaces and the way he released the ball and went past his man, but his work defensively as well, getting back to stop potential counters from Aston Villa. I thought Gordon just looked so sharp. Obviously, uh, Aston Villa responded. Moussa Diaby, who's a former Newcastle target, he took it as his goal pretty well at the back post for Villa to make it 1-1, but we came straight back at them. Kieran Trippier played a short free kick to Tonali, who whipped it in. Botman on the stretch played it back across goal for Isaac, and there we go, 2-1 Newcastle. Um, it was probably a bit more end-to-end than Eddie Howe, Eddie Howe would have wanted, to be honest with you. I mean, the fact Botman, sorry, not Botman, Musa Diaby and Watkins were testing Botman and, and Shaw with runs in behind, and obviously with it being so end-to-end, we were at risk of sort of being caught on the break, but we dealt with that so well. There was one moment where Anthony Gordon showed his sort of recovery pace and sort of uh, work rate to get back where he stopped a counter from Diaby and held him up. Um, this was before we went 2-1 up actually, but it proved pretty important. But, uh, but yeah, it was a breathless first half and um, 
I mean, Villa were playing well, but they just couldn't handle our intensity, our pressing. Uh, we were moving the ball into the final third quickly. We had, like I say, Gordon was constantly providing an, a sort of an outlet down the left. He was cutting inside. He was linking up. He was making runs in behind. Um, I think often this season we've been a bit reliant on that link up on the right between Almiron and Trippier and that right-sided number eight, which was Tonali today. But that today I noticed even without Dan Byrne getting forward that much, Anthony Gordon just offered so much down the left. Um, but yeah, anyway, there was a big break in, pre- in play midway through the first half. Tyron Mings went down with a, what looked like a pretty serious injury. Uh, Villa actually had a chance. Douglas Deweese headed um, headed wide and Diaby also hit the side netting. But uh, in that first half, I mean, not only did Sandro Tonali open the scoring, but I thought he was really impressive. I mean, uh, I think it was noticeable early on that Bruno was a little bit off the pace. He was trying to force a few passes and... There was a few sloppy moments from him, um, but Tonali just kept everything simple. And even when he had to sort of play that first-time pass where he would spread the play or just find that gap, he would do it. Um, off the ball, you can see how much he presses and how he fills those gaps really intelligently. But on the ball, he's like a real technician with so much quality. Um, just before the break, there was a controversial moment where Emi Martinez brought down Almiron. It was totally sort of no no interest in playing the ball and... Obviously, Martinez is way out of his goal. There was a recovering defenders, but people around the stadium were absolutely furious that he didn't see a straight rod, a straight red card. And I saw a few journalists putting tweets out while I was in the stadium. I can't lie, it was pretty rare that I got signal to see people's tweets inside the stadium. But I saw journalists tweeting saying, I don't know how he hasn't been sent off. But anyway, it didn't matter, did it? Because we came out into the second half. I think Villa tried to get more control of the, of the game by bringing on Yuri Tielemans. Obviously, at this point, they're 2-1 down. Uh, they brought on Tielemans, who, to be honest with you, didn't get a kick. Um, then Matty Cash was booked early in the second half of bringing down Gordon. That was uh, that was waiting to happen. I mean, Gordon had the beating of him all day. I think he not only just showed his pace at both ends of the pitch, but like I say, he was so bright, doing things quickly, cutting inside, linking up, making runs in behind. Um, Almiron also came alive, I thought, in the second half as well. He was Often he hugs that touchdown on the right, but he was really cutting in, drifting in field. Um, and that was causing havoc. I mean, um, and then for the goal to make it three one and to give us that that breathing space, um, it was a ball in behind from Gordon for Isaac and and Konza got there first, but um, he sort of took his eye off the ball or just switched off for a second and, and Isaac was straight in there, nicked it off him. And obviously there'll be a lot of people who were at the game and saw the finish or watched the game on Sky, but the finish from Isaac was just so um, so classy. Uh, Matty Cash was trying to get back on the line. Um, to stop it, but not only not only did Isaac lob Martinez, he also lobbed Matty Cash on the line, and it was just such a nonchalant finish, and just sums up Isaac really. He's got so much class and quality, and he was the calmest man in St James's Park when he picked up that ball off Conzet and made it three one. Um, there was one little chance for Villa to get back into it after Watkins had kind of sold Botman and got a shot away. Pope parried, and then Matty Cash came flying onto it, and to be honest, he should have scored. He blazed over, but he should have made it three two. Um, but it was at that point three one. I think this would knock the stuff out of Villa and the yeah uh, the game changers from that point onwards. I mean, was uh, not only Sandro Tonali who I thought in the second half were just absolutely quality. I mean, in the first, like I say, he was doing everything, doing everything right, doing all the the simple stuff effectively. He scored the goal, working hard. But in the second half, he dropped in deep. He just ran the show, pulled the strings. Not just his energy and his drive on the ball when he needed to, but some lovely cross-field passes, some like effortless link-up play. But yeah, the game ch- changes at that point where Villa were really pushing on and trying to get back into the game were Wilson and Barnes. 
Um, Wilson came on for Isaac. Barnes came down the left on for Gordon, I think it was. And uh, yeah, somehow Unai Emery persisted with a high line and we absolutely tore that apart. Um, so yeah, the fourth goal to just uh, rub salt in the wounds. Lovely ball from Tenali in for, in for Barnes and then Bar- Barnes was really unselfish. He could have took it on himself. It would have been his first goal at the Gallagher and at that point we were 3-1 up so he could have shot but he played it across goal for Wilson who had a tap in and at that point it was the, the classic you laughed at us when we went down. Who the fuck is laughing now? And that was uh, sang over to Villa fans as they streamed out as in James's Park. 4-1. I mean, to be fair, that you laughed at us chant is sometimes overused but Villa really were one of those clubs that laughed at us when we went down, putting the banners up of who's your messiah now when uh, when we got relegated all those years ago. It was probably a, a small group of Villa fans, so we can't we can't say it was the entire club that did that, but uh, it was nice to not only batter them in October last year when they came to St. James's Park, just a few days before Emery was appointed, but uh, to batter them again today. But uh, yeah, they persisted with the high line. I haven't got a clue why, because we were getting so much joy. Um, Joe Linton had an effort off the line, Barnes, to be honest with you, should have got a second assist, but was unselfish again, played it across goal to Wilson, and somehow Emmy Martinez stopped it. But but yeah, that didn't stop us from scoring um, even more. So there was more subs towards the end of the game. Uh, Jacob Murphy came on for Amaron down the right, and Longstaff came on for Bruno. Bruno, like I mentioned earlier, he wasn't at his best today. He was a few sloppy passes. He seemed to force it a little bit sometimes, but... I think the thing is, that in itself to me is a positive. Bruno wasn't at his brilliant best, but we still played a, a really sort of good Villa, Villa team off the park. I mean, Villa had a solid midfield today with Douglas Louise, Kamara, John McGinn, and, uh, but they were no match for Joe Linton, Bruno and Tonali. And, and like I say, I think Joe Linton wasn't at his top, top uh, level today, and I don't think Bruno was either. They were, they were both very, very good, but to, to have Bruno below his best and still absolutely dominate a really good Villa side, thanks to Tonali just being, well, just a playing out of his skin, really, and, and looking like he's played in the Premier League for years. But anyway, Murphy and Longstaff came on. Amron and Bruno went off. Um, Anderson also came on for Tonali late on. and uh, But yeah, that wasn't the end of the scoring. Barnes then grabbed another. So um, I think it was Murphy who, again, was another positive, another sort of positive display from him. He came on and he was quite direct and positive with his, with his runs. Um, burst through the middle of the pitch, slipped it in for Barnes and... This time, uh, Barnes didn't have anyone to pass it to, but he picked his head up and slotted it past Martinez to make it 5-1. So, so yeah, there's just just so many positives. I mean, not only does that result send us top of the te- top of the Premier League table um, and see us beat a Villa side that I mentioned earlier on, who are coming into the season, most teams are backing them to finish in the top six. And let's be honest, they've got a top manager. They've signed well this summer with Diaby, Tielemans, Pau Torres, but they played pretty well today, in my opinion. They actually weren't bad at all, but they were absolutely blown off the park by Newcastle, who, to me, I mean, we saw how well Eddie Howe's team pressed last season, but there was even another level to our intensity today, I thought. And I think it was also brilliant to see that the way Tonali fitted into that midfield, like I say, he not only offers that drive and ability to press and get up and down the pitch, but technically he looked so composed, whether it's, I mean, his little first-time passes, his one-twos, he looks so relaxed on the ball, he looks like he's got all the time in the world, which is always the sign of a of a top player but yeah some of his 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Crossfield passes as well were, were just top class. Um, and also he's crossing to Botman that set up Isaac's, Isaac's first goal was, was brilliant too. So, so not only great to see the impact Tenali's had on the midfield, but also out on the left. I mean, I thought Gordon was so positive. I've mentioned what he was like earlier, but he's just built, built on the summer he had. Obviously, he was at the Euros with England under-21s and he, he really built his confidence there. Playing in a sort of false nine role, actually, not on, on the wing, but... But yeah, he scored a couple of goals for England as they went on to win the, the Euros. He looked positive of a pre-season. And obviously that only means so much if he can't then take that into the Premier League season. But he, I thought he was brilliant today. And not only in the final third, the way he, with his left foot, his, his, his weak foot apparently, he crossed it in for Tonali for the for the opening goal. But his link-up play, um, his movement in behind, his movement in the other direction as well to get back and defend and support Dan Byrne. Yeah, there were so many positives from, from Gordon. And then obviously then he's replaced by Barnes and Barnes is a bit of an output machine isn't he we've mentioned in previous podcasts that for obviously we love Alan St Maximan and we don't want to make too many comparisons because St Maximan was great for the club and he'd always be sort of loved for what he did during the tough times but I think one thing St Maximan didn't always do was release the ball quickly enough or give us that that sort of uh, decisiveness or quality in the final third and, and Barnes brought that straight away not just with his movement but He's also unselfishness to set up Wilson a few times. He got one assist, but he could have got more. And then the goal was not only born out of good movement in behind, but just keeping a calm head in front of goal. So, so yeah, there's so many positives. So, so many positives. Um, I thought defensively, like I say, Eddie Howe probably thought it was a little bit open to begin with. But uh, but even then, I mean, if it's if it was you attack, we attack. We out, we out sort of worked him in that department. Um, I thought Botman was really good again. I mean, he he makes it look easy. He's a mass. He's a he's a massive sort of six foot four, six foot five giant. But he reads the game so well. Um, and to be honest with you, for the size of him, he can actually kind of move as well, can't he? He's not. He's no slouch. The way he sometimes covers the grass is quite impressive. Sometimes for the size of him, and he he read the play really well. Um, obviously, Musa Diaby, who was a former Newcastle target, he was a threat and was sort of running at the defence at times and sometimes in the in the first half causing Dan Burn a few problems when he pulled over to that side. But uh, generally I thought we cut well and nullified their threats. Um like I say in midfield I've already said enough about Tonali and the fact 
even when Bruno wasn't quite at his best, we still we still managed to dominate in that department. And then up front, I mean, there's so many positives there with Anthony Gordon, and then the fact he's not only kicked on from his preseason uh, form, but then at Harvey Barnes, a new signings come in and in 22 minutes got a goal and an assist on his Premier League debut for Newcastle. Two goals for Alexander Isaac, who was already off the mark in style. Um, and not just with Isaac's goals today, I thought he was actually like a real handful. I mean, obviously it was a shame the way for Mings there, the way he's got injured, and that looks like a pretty bad one for him. But the way he shrugged him off the ball, his ability to win free kicks when he had his back to goal, his movement in behind, even when he came short, the way he linked up and held the ball was impressive. So yeah, Isaac's just an absolute superstar, isn't he? Not just uh, his ability to score goals and his calmness when he when he gets his chances and his technical ability, but I think his all-round play is really coming on as well. So so yeah, Tonali's, Tonali's dream debut, Gordon building from his pre-season, positive pre-season, Barnes getting a goal and assist on his Premier League debut, Isaac getting two at the start of the season and looking sharp as ever, Wilson, who didn't start and was probably a bit gutted he didn't start, coming on and scoring, he could have had two, um, Murphy making a positive impact from the bench, another squad player who continues to to uh, sort of never let Eddie Howe down. And even Anderson came on, who many people thought was unlucky not to start. He came on and, again, like like Murphy, drove at Villa and caused havoc as well. So, so yeah, so, so many positives. Um, we'll do a, another podcast on Monday. Me and Ed are going to um, do our usual sort of uh, Monday slash Tuesday. It's normally a Monday or a Tuesday, but we'll be probably getting it out on Monday um, episode where we'll go through the game. Um, Ed couldn't join me on this podcast today, but I thought I'd just get back as soon as I was back home and, and uh, just give a bit of an immediate reaction to the game. So, yeah, we'll be back on Monday um, with more. But, uh, yeah, what a start for Newcastle United. The dream start of the new season. So many positives. Top of the league and going into next weekend's trip to Man City full of confidence. So, so yeah, Newcastle United 5, Aston Villa 1. Uh, yeah, what a start. <laughs> Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.